Welcome to GameWoven, a collaborative storytelling collective building a world one game at a time. This week, we will be playing Kingdom by Ben Robbins. If you like what we do here and want to get involved, follow us on Twitter at GameWoven, where you can join our Discord, and check out our Patreon at patreon.com slash GameWoven. Many important people and places were established as the fate of the region was decided. Shadal's Corridor, the peninsula made up of the Kingdom of Shalmir, the city-state of Ernet, and the Stormtooth Baronies. Vidashau, the capital city of Shalmir. The Grand Kraken, a partially destroyed theater in Vidashau, uses a meeting place for witch covens. Haggard Point, the seat of power for the Stormtooth Barons, built around an inactive volcano. Dustraker Memorial Orchard, a military academy for Arnetti orphans in Septimum, an enclave for citizens of the Undying Empire Internet. The Leviathan, a shantytown built on a derrick above the skeleton of a Leviathan off the coast of Arnett. Queen Irene Erasmus, Queen of Shaumir and a fledgling magician. Henmit Lamium, leader of the Dead Nettle Verdreen and child of the Old Green Sage. Admiral Jack, ad hoc leader of the Stormtooth Barons, Henmit's cousin, and a Falokin of the Verdreen. Tristan, a recent graduate of the Dustraker Memorial Orchard and an Oracle. Alrighty, here we go. Put your kingdom sheet with your threats and locations in the middle of the table. We can't do that, but we have a Google Doc. Yeah. For your first crossroad, we are going to write, will the kingdom, and then we're going to leave space for the actual crossroad. There's going to be two columns with one more box than the number of players. So the columns will be, uh, it'll, they'll have five boxes. Mm -hmm. One will be the crossroad tracker, and one will be the crisis tracker. Mm -hmm. Then what we do is we pick a question. So will the kingdom do something, right? So what is the next big decision for the kingdom? Everyone knows this. It's on mm -hmm. everyone's mind. It's very important. And then as we proceed with like the perspective touchstone and power scenes, basically, we check crossroad boxes or we check crisis boxes. If during a crossroad we fill up the crisis meter, then we go into kingdom in crisis and there's a potential that our kingdom will simply fall. Once we fill up our crossroad tracker, that means we have arrived at a decision and we move on to another crossroad. We keep going until we decide that we are going to hit the final crossroad, which I think we've all kind of agreed is, will the kingdom join the Council of Grey that we established mm -hmm. at the end of the ground itself way back in like episode six or whatever six or seven nine nine thank you <laughs> the fact that you can just do that 
I know, right? <laughs> What's it like having a memory? I'm like decently sure it's fine. Let me double check. I pull up a trailer. My guess was eight. All right, so Bree is going to start. I'll kind of go through the turn order. We start with the crossroad. If there is already a crossroad in play, that's the one we're dealing with. If there isn't one, then you make a new one when it's your turn. Then we go into a scene. You role play a scene with your main character. You can pick a location and another character to share the scene with, kind of whatever you want. But you are the spotlight. You're the, you're the driver of the action and the person who is going to do something about the crossroad. Then you are going to check a box at the conclusion of the scene. Either check the crossroad box if you think you've made progress on making a decision, or you check crisis if you think the kingdom is headed towards a crisis, and then explain why you think that. Each player briefly describes how their main or a minor character reacts to what is happening. Then we resolve. If all the boxes for crossroad or crisis are full, it comes to a conclusion, resolve it. If both are full, resolve the crossroad first, then the crisis. Then we go to the next player. When there's a decision point, that is when we take the roles into account. So during the scene, the touchstone can say what the people will think. The perspective can say what the outcome would be of the action that the power is going to take. Everyone kind of got it? Hmm. Bree, since you're going first, you volunteered. What is the first crossroad? Will the kingdom... Accept Irene back. Will the kingdom accept Irene back? Okay. She's been gone for two years. Everything's gone to hell and she just reappeared. Will the kingdom accept Irene back? Very good. We like this one. Is everyone, everyone feel yeah. like they like that? Okay. Oh, yeah. Will the kingdom accept Irene back as queen? I know I am setting myself up for pain, but it makes sense. Yeah. This whole thing starts when she gets back. Something is going to happen. Give me like a, a, a scene, maybe who else is there, where you're at, etc. What location, who do you want there? For this scene, the palace makes the most sense. She's basically trying to get back in touch and integrated so she can start trying to bring things together because she knows a bit of what's been going on and I was like it's a mess we need to start uniting basically would you like anyone any mains to be present or would anyone like their side characters to be present or Stella might be there but he's not necessary I feel like Claudius would probably be there Claudius has actually returned. Lena's probably there somewhere too, but she can just be kind of background. Maybe this is an interesting, or this is an important distinction to draw. The kingdom is the entirety of the Shadal Peninsula. So mm -hmm. what we're doing isn't just like this decision might be do the people of Shalmir accept her regaining the throne? But I think the bigger question is, are we putting Irene in charge of the whole kingdom? Not the kingdom of Shalmir, but the whole kingdom, uh, or the whole of Shadal's corridor, the Shadal Peninsula, and the resistance to the Undying Empire. That's ultimately what this mm. scene is establishing. You're already back. Mm. So... 
this feels like a meeting. Yeah. That's, I feel like she's reached out to the people that she's kind of either heard through the grapevine or from Lena are going to be influential figures because she's like, I'm back. I know I've made mistakes, but there's a lot going on. We need to find a way to work together kind of thing. Henbit is going to be here. I feel like it's it's been several months since you teleported back and hmm. you started first hearing reports that somebody who matched Henbit's description had come to town and he hadn't come and said hello. He's been down at the waterfront mostly or in the surrounding area and has not come by. And when you called this meeting, I would say, would it be fair to say that you reached out to her specifically? Possibly, and I feel like... So Irene wouldn't have pushed things much with Henbit, because just understanding it's been a long time, things change, but I feel like there might have been one point where Henbit just found, like, um, just, like, a small little thoughtful gift. Some, like, a thing of, like, tea or just something. Mm-hmm. She knew Henbit might enjoy just as, a, like, a little gift, but she hasn't really pushed, but when it came to this, she sent a say a nicely written note but not like pretentious flowery language just to henbit or have you been reaching out to all of the different witch covens as you understand them she's been reaching out to multiple different people but i feel like the message to henbit would have been something like your council has helped me much in the past i know much has changed but if you wish to be here i would appreciate it yeah henbit's here Let's get a scene. Let's see how this goes through play. So this is probably happening in the palace in a wide open room. Kind of like a war room situation where there's big map on the table, just things marking where she knows like different players in this game are. There's like food and drinks prepared, but it's she is showing respect without trying to be pretentious about everything, because there's more important things to worry about right now, and that is keeping everything from falling apart long enough to do something about kicking the Empire out. She wants to help. She wants to be a better leader than she was, which is, she's been explaining and sharing some of the things that she's learned and ideas that might not be perfect, might not actually be feasible, but just given based off of what she's been able to gather so far. And she's, I'm going to need help if I'm going to do this. I've never been able to do this on my own. I think you're, you're saying that to somebody else. You're giving this pitch to somebody else when Henbit comes in and he, I think, catches your eye and waits to see something before moving over directly. Do you wait for me to come to you, or do you meet me halfway? How would Irene react to Henbit entering the room? There's definitely a smile when she sees that Henbit arrived. She misses her old friend, so I picture she finishes up the conversation. Uh, pardon me a moment, I need to go greet my guest. And she just walks up and says, Been a long time to see y'all looking well. 
It has. You look well also. You made your own way back? Yes, it wasn't the exact intention, but I learned a little bit more about how that trick works and how it looked not quite like I thought it would, and I have been trying to catch up on everything so I can help the either my people need however whatever that looks like and what are you finding what does helping look like to you today bringing in other people I couldn't do this on my own before I definitely couldn't do it now and I need others I need other people who know other things people who can make the decisions that I can't do I don't know how to need to give everyone a voice. If it hadn't all been so divided, maybe things wouldn't have gone this way. Henbit looks around the room and sees a few members of aristocracy. There's a, a small clique of what's actually kind of functionally a rival witch coven over to one side uh, that's having a sort of tense discussion with a lord. Some of Henbit's most recently made enemies are in this room. But also, like, Leon is standing next to the door waiting for a sign from Irene. You also get the feeling that she's been talking a lot with Leon mm-hmm. about things, because yeah. that's just how it goes. It's difficult for anybody to do much of anything on their own. I've found that more and more as I've been looks over at the rival coven uh, working within the city. Down on the waterfront, we're having some difficulty securing enough flour for bread. Perhaps that's something that we can discuss privately after the meeting. Leon speaks up semi-boomingly, and he just says, and you haven't petitioned us? Has it been so long? It has. It has. Although it is good to see you again, Blunder Veins. I mean, her professional facade cracks a little bit. She giggles at that. I understand earning back the trust after disappearing for two years is going to be difficult, but yes, we will see you. We'll find a way to fix this. My lady, you did not abandon them. They have abandoned you since your return. <laughs> Question? Yes? Yeah. Is Erstella here? I think that's a great chance for Erstella to hop I think, in, yeah, if, if, absolutely. Established, she re- she reached out to influential figures. Um, so yeah, Erstella would have gotten an invitation, but I feel like the look on Irene's face when Leon says, says like, she understands where he's coming from, but she also understands that's not how it actually is. It's... He's been increasingly impatient with both these proceedings and the lead-up to them. And just a brief flashback of Claudius greeting Ursella as he walks in, just being, I really hope that this meeting goes better than the last time we met in person. Personally, I think it went swimmingly. But yeah, what does Ursella say? So, when... Leon says, um, when you said they abandoned you, you're talking about the people, right? Yeah. Hmm. Specifically, Henbit's people. Mm-hmm. Ursella speaks up and just, 
Can you blame them? We were a nation without any proper ruler, any rulership. That, that is a word, but I don't like how it sounds. Huh. Leadership? Leadership. Rulership doesn't sound great. <laughs> we were a people without any proper leadership for two years. Things change in two years. We were invaded. Our culture was taken from us. And we had to deal with the fallout of, of some magical mishap that came out of the blue. And you blame the people for not having trust in our leaders. I can't. I understand completely. And I own the fact that I messed up and didn't leave something behind. So I just parents wouldn't mess everything up. I mean, granted, I didn't know that I was going to get kidnapped, but I still could have made sure there was something left behind. Want to do better. We in the Coven of Covens, we don't have any particular issue with you at all, but I don't think I will still outwardly support you yet. And Henbit, what of you? Do you seek only flower? Yes, Henbit, what do you want? Today? You have your finger on the pulse of the Vox Populi, as it were. <laughs> we would hear you. <laughs> Today I want flour. Flour that we can get without... Today we want flour that we can get without bloodshed. Looks again over at this kind of uh, rival coven. Not the not the coven of covens. Uh, I think so we would know each other, right? Ursula? Barely. Because you haven't been back that long, but yeah, we would know each other. Right, and like the crew that I'm running with is like wary of Urstella, but not necessarily hostile. Mm-hmm. Hendit looks over at that rival gang and says, yes, for today, flower that we can achieve without bloodshed. Perhaps tomorrow our desires will be different. And Hendit turns around and walks out the door. Forgive my boldness, your nobility here. I am a newcomer to action, but a veteran of observation. Your absence is no person in this room I do not believe in, I hope's fault. But it caused an opportunity. And the reason we are gathered here is because we were not the ones who properly seized that opportunity. So I guess the real question is, what are you going to do about it, my lady? So, Bree, you have all of the power in this situation, and it looks like this small section, Henbit has, has indicated that the people just want flour. They just need food. Yep. We need to eat. And unfortunately, we don't have anyone to give perspective. Now, there are rules about that that I'm grabbing really quickly. ha <laughs> ha! So a thing that crossed my mind uh, while you look at the rules, was the the thing really about the food or was it about the lack of bloodshed thing? But that's what my brain latched onto. Oh, we can get food. We just have to kill the the the, the rival coven is hoarding. <laughs> and they've been they've been raiding our supply lines. I think that this might be context that could get put together, but the the crew that 
Henbit's fallen in with has been getting raided by this other uh, rival coven. And like, oh, okay. as they've been yeah. trying to get... It's difficult. Shit's hard right now. Yeah, what I what I gathered from that was the from the um, touchstone thing was the people want peace above anything else right now. That's what I got from. It. That's what I got from it too. Yeah. So yeah, and and what I so, so is as the power when you order the kingdom to do something, the kingdom does it. Describe what you do to make it happen. So was that was what I was teeing up there for you, Bree. There's some options. Like, do you do you abandon that other coven at Henbit's insistence? Do you find a way to provide peace and stability and food? Like, what what does Irene do here? And then, then we as a table decide what happens because there's no perspective present. And there's mechanics for that that I just looked up. Fun. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if she would straight up abandon that coven, but she would make, I don't know the specifics of how she would do this, but she would possibly work with people to find a way to. She brokers a deal? Is that what you're suggesting? Yeah, possibly like if there, if if she ha- has a way to um, talk to the coven leaders to get that rival coven stop or find she would find a solution she wouldn't immediately kick that coven out unless they were not able to like work with her so trying to trying to broker peace either with herself or getting people who like are better at it yeah yeah some political gamesmanship to get a truce going and cool yeah. things down but probably not necessarily actually solve the problem just mm. simmer it for a bit Another thought is, um, she would pass Henbit in invitation to the safe house and say, you can keep food there if you need. It's like ex- explaining the rules of, because I'm assuming that safe house has rules, but just like. I feel like you can do both those things. Like, I don't see why you couldn't be like, I'm going to broker some peace, but I'm going to do a little backroom deal with Henbit over here. Like that makes sense to me, right? If you need this option, you can use this option. It also could be useful if someone like needs a place to lay low for a while. Think if this doesn't work, y'all can go chill over here for a little bit while I figure something else out. All right. Now, we don't have any perspective, so we don't know what the outcome is. Here's the rules if we don't have any perspective. If no one has perspective, no one can predict what's going to happen. So we may be in for a surprise. Each player simultaneously holds out one or two fingers. If everyone holds out the same number of fingers, all ones or twos, nothing unexpected happens. We're good. If the total is odd, there is a minor consequence. Describe it and check a crisis box. If the total is even, there is a major consequence. Describe it and check two crisis boxes. The player to the right of the person who made the crossroad invents the consequence. So that would be... So it would be Zad. It would be Zad would decide the consequence. So first things first. These backroom deals. Bree, do you think that they check a crossroad or crisis tracker before we get to the consequence? Does it get us closer to the kingdom accepting Irene or does it bring us closer to a kingdom-wide crisis? 
I feel like it marks on the crossroad tracker because she is trying, she is working to help her people. I completely agree. It's one of those. I hear you have a problem. I am going to see what I can do to fix this problem without creating more problems. Yes. Yep. Currying some favor. So now everyone at the table, I am not included in this. Everyone at the table holds up one or two fingers. It doesn't mean anything which one we pick. We just pick one. Yes. Yep. And then depending on how those total up, it'll either be no consequence, we're all good, minor consequence, or major consequence. Mm. Ready? Three, two, one. Oh. Hey. That's a five, baby. It is odd. So that is a minor consequence. Oh, that's how we were doing it. Oh, shit. Yep. (laughs) (laughs) Also, as a note, everyone was a one except for me. I did a two. Yeah. The problem child. So this consequence is entirely Rob's fault. Yes. So, Zad, what is the minor consequence? The minor consequence is, I think, one of the things that Irene notices fairly quickly as she's trying to figure out how to actually like meet the material need of okay so you know like starts digging in like okay why is why is rival coven attacking henbit's coven well because other coven is attacking rival coven why are they doing it well they don't have enough food either basically there's not enough food to go around Mm. in the poor parts of town when you get out to say like the suburbs where the ramsey's safe house is seems to be plenty of food there and she's like, oh, hey, great, here's extra food. And so she starts picking it up and taking it and distributing it within the covens. But that food belonged to the aristocracy. So if that's okay with you, Bree, the consequence is that you have to either choose between feeding the covens or respecting the aristocracy's property rights. Is there no way I can guilt them into being charitable? <laughs> oh, you you can maybe depending on how things resolve. Well, so the crisis track has already been checked, right? Yeah. Right. Like this is a consequence. Yeah. Mm. So that might be something you tackle if you get this crossroad on your scene again. That might be uh, uh, something you tackled on the line. But it is now Tristan's turn. Uh huh. Tristan. Do I continue with this crossroad? Yep. New scene, same crossroad. So it is, will the people accept Irene as the leader of the corridor? So you can pick a location, you can pick other majors that you want there with you, that kind of thing. I think a location will be the Grand Kraken Theater. The Grand Kraken Theater! Because that's where the coven leaders hang out, right? Yes, that's our mm-hmm. neutral, that's our, our main okay. meeting place. Okay, yeah, I think Tristan is trying to get there because he had a vision of some kind. I don't know what kind of vision he had. But for whatever reason, he needs Henbit's help to keep things from going to shit. So I think the scene starts with him, like, sprinting through the streets, trying to get there as fast as he can, and, like, bursting through the doors, exhausted, just <clears throat> where's um Henbit Lamium? I think I think that's where we start. <laughs> I think Henbit's like on stage, 
giving a lecture of some sort, uh, talking about, is in the middle of some extended metaphor about how the roots of the forest intertangle amongst themselves, and it becomes as if it is one, one organism. It is a single creature that is of many, many unique individuals, nearly indestructible, and it's, uh, I'm sorry, hi, you seem very tired. Do you need some water? Hi, yeah, uh, uh, one second. I think he just, like, walks over to a table and just, like, pulls a dude away from the table and, like, a chandelier hits a table. Yeah, so... <laughs> <laughs> so, um, uh, I think you're important for the future. <laughs> Awful. Uh, I hate that. Could strip that for Crystal. By the way, we can sell that. <clears throat> I'm sorry. Important for the future? Yeah, sorry. Um, I, uh, hi, I'm Tristan. It's a pleasure to meet you. I'm Henbit. I know. <laughs> <laughs> Tristan needs a minute. If you don't mind, Lex, I think you hear some, like, heavy footsteps behind you and a, like, a large hand put clasp on your shoulder and a big mug of water is placed in your hand i think you best slow down there's a fly in take that. a drink oh, I... <laughs> <laughs> sorry i've had an interesting day yeah so uh yeah hi i'm tristan Fuck, mm-hmm. i said that mm-hmm. so i see things sometimes okay right yes I've seen you. Okay. You follow? Okay. Um, I've also seen um, Irene. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. And I feel like you are invested in her continued existence. I'm participating. Okay. Okay. Cool. 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 Hey, do you want to talk in private or like, do you care? I don't care. Do you care? Oh, if you don't think that this is uh, necessarily a, a conversation that needs to be had in private, one of uh, Henbit's, like, shoulder vines snakes out and, like, plucks the fly out of the drink and, like, shakes it off. It's actually, Gross. it's an... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be damned. There actually was a fly in there. Fascinating. Yeah, I know. Yeah. So when you say you've seen me, not, like, around town, this is seeing-seeing. Well, I was around town when I saw you, but that's because, like, I, like, I, like, I, like, killed a mosquito, and then, like, you know, it's a whole thing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's, uh, it's a mess in here. Um. Are you from Vidashao? <laughs> no, this place sucks. Uh, oh, it's, it, <laughs> let me tell you, before, two years ago, when I first, uh, or th- I guess closer to three or four years ago now, when I first moved here, it was very different. Things have been something of a mess recently. Maybe we should sit. Would a dark room, or at least a, a more contained room, be helpful to you? Uh, sure. Whatever, man. I just, um, I see the, I just, oh, okay. So, so, um, Irene, I don't know the full details. Um, just, I know that. Um, for what I've seen, uh, Irene 
isn't going to have a great time sometime soon. But in the, in, in, when you're there, it's fine. Okay. That makes sense. What sort of not great time are we talking? Sometimes it's like just falls downstairs type thing, you know, but, some, but other times it's a, you know, like, oh, hey, fuck, type deal. Uh-huh. But like either way, when you're there, it doesn't happen. Uh-huh. So, and personally, I don't like know Irene. I'm like, oh, I, like I've met Irene. Mm-hmm. Um, like we're not buddies. I mean, we're sort of buddies. We're like acquaintances. I don't know. She really brings me tea sometimes. Okay. Anyway, off topic. Um, it's just like, I feel like for the overall health of like all of us, mm-hmm. he needs to like at least participate in the future. You know, okay. like the general okay-ish ending to stuff involve her, I think. <laughs> so we are okay. at a technical impasse here. So we have a perspective and a touchstone, but we don't have a power in the room. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. So Henbit, you might need to change your role to power so that you can actually make a decision here. But then we don't have a touchstone, so we don't know how the people feel about it. Oh, it's messy. I like it. <laughs> I guess what I'm saying is, so um, I don't need you to like make a decision just like I need you. I guess if the if the people like her, like a little bit more, like a like a little bit, mm-hmm. a little bit. Like if she had like a few, like like she had like some people in her corner a little bit more. But right now it's like her, that old dude that does something with lightning. I don't fucking know his name. He's like sort of there in the background, a little blurry, unfocused. Blunderveins. Yeah, that guy. Like it's her. It's that guy. Mm-hmm. Uh, she's got like I don't know a cousin. I think. Yeah. Okay. She doesn't have much going on. I just think she needs some friends, maybe, you know? Like, I think she needs, like, like people. She needs people. So, yeah. If there are people around and behind her, if she has support, things will improve? I think so. Do you have anything meaningful or material that you can point to that would improve if we support her. Hey, so you know when I just saved that guy from the chandelier thing? That's because yeah. I saw that mm-hmm. happening. Mm-hmm. Um, I have, like, a really good track record on... So I don't have, like, proof, but mm-hmm. I have anecdotal evidence of the ability to see the future. <laughs> yeah. No, no, yeah. Is the perspective that you're trying to share that if Henbit doesn't stick with Irene, Irene is going to die? I think so. Okay. Or at least fail. She she needs help. Yeah. Yeah. Like she won't make it without help. Okay. Yeah. Specifically, Henbit's got to be there too. And then the implication that you're also saying is that if if Irene fails, it's bad for everyone. Yes. Okay. Like, I'm not saying like she needs to be like the queen. I just think she needs to be like involved. You know. Sure. Sure. Like. Okay. Uh. Okay. Well, I appreciate your time. If you would like to have a snack before you dash off to your next appointment with the future, we have food available. Thank you for 
You're very energetic, confusing and unclear. Oh, it's not, it's not that I'm energetic. I'm just in a constant state of panic. Ah, I see. Okay. Boy, sure would be great if you just chilled out. Everybody says so. Yeah, not in the, like, I catastrophize way. And I can literally predict the worst case scenario at any given time. Oh, okay. Well, that's useful. Uh, hey, why don't you go ahead and have a seat and we'll talk about what, uh, yeah. So, Henbit, are you going to change your role to power so that you can make a decision here? Or are we going to go with the rules for if no one has power? Let's continue with if no one has power. I'm not ready to change yet. So here's the deal. What we do is we check two boxes on Crossroad, even though, honestly, like, nothing has actually moved forward. Hmm. And then all the touchstones. So we have two touchstones at the table. We have Henbit and we have the Admiral. Admiral... Admiral Jack. Oh, that's right. Captain Jack. Admiral Jack. We have Admiral Jack are both touchstones. And so what you two will do is you will explain how the people feel about... I'm not sure, but, but uh, 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 the results of, of this, whether or not Henbit hangs out or not. The way I read it is like either supporting or... Letting her fail or... Like consulting. Like, mm-hmm. like either showing support or being there like, yeah. hey, I will join these conversations. Because I tried to set it up like, I mean, like, I'm not doing this alone. Like, yeah. But I want other people to get involved. And so the touchstones can check or uncheck crisis boxes. I don't think that this is making things demonstrably worse, would you? To just like, so what I'm getting out of it is Henbit is begrudgingly being like, okay, we've got a, this is somebody who already has institutional authority and access to the levers of power. I guess public policy is, uh, is public transit? Iffy. (laughs) It's complicated. Boy, I am, no, I am ambivalent about, I am ambivalent about this prophecy, but if... I got, I got enough. Like, Jack, how are your folks? You have your opinion. Jack has mm-hmm. his opinion. Gotcha. Right? So mm-hmm. what, if you're ambivalent, then just don't touch it. Don't leave. Don't check or uncheck any crisis boxes. Do I only get to move one? You may check or uncheck one crisis box. Can I add one to each track? It automatically increases the crossroad track by two. We don't have any say over the crossroad. Yep. So, but do you want to check the crisis box? I do. Yes. Checking crisis box. All right, crisis, crisis. box. Uh, this is the discontent of people who want more radical change, especially, like, people who want more radical change from Henbit uh, are mm-hmm. displeased. That's valid. They see him as, as he's he's sort of abandoning his radical roots and palling around with his old buddy, the Queen. I... Mm-hmm completely understand that admiral jack yeah so to be clear for this am i answering as my touchstone or as a touchstone am i answering so whenever you're being a touchstone how you feel is how the people feel yeah so if admiral jack is unhappy with this then so are the people if admiral jack is happy with this then so are the people no worries no worries 
I think I will will leave the crisis where it is. I think that Admiral Jack notices not having been reached out to yet, but also do, like this doesn't hurt his position in any way. He's like, well, yeah. I wouldn't argue that if you were like a known person of power, Irene might would have tried to invite you to that initial meeting, most likely. Whether or not you got that invitation, whether or not Leon burned it, it's a different question. Yeah. I feel like that there there would have been some effort made. Whether or not it actually ever reached you or not. He currently isn't in a position of power because he's a touchstone, right? I'm not a, I'm not a power, but I'm a touchstone. But I think Bree meant in the more abstract sense. Would you be viewed as an influential figure in the community? Then yes, she would have. But maybe you just didn't get it. Yeah. So I'm gonna say I'm I'm gonna say this is this is when Admiral Jack is like, okay. Now I'm gonna. Now it's now it's time to get involved with this whole Irene situation. But it doesn't increase or decrease crisis. No. Okay. All right. Then that's how that involved. That's how that proceeds forward. I went ahead and added to the card, basically. If Irene is not supported, conditions will worsen. Oh, right, because Tristan planted that. <laughs> yeah, that's a good that's a good note. All right, Rob, Admiral Jack, give us a scene, baby. All right, here's what I want. So instead of just you know, sending an invitation, like sending like, hey, I would love to show up to this meeting or whatever. Admiral Jack is going to watch Henbit's moving about and is going to crash a meeting between Irene and Henbit. Ooh. Unannounced. Where is the meeting taking place? I guess how much is Irene bending to Henbit in this? Would Irene go to Henbit's place of power, right, in that sense? Or would it still be in the palace? I feel like Irene would go to Henbit some. There might be some times where it's like, if it's if it's something where, like, I have a lot of materials in the palace and I, need, I want your opinion on something, I might say, hey, mm-hmm. come here just because, like, it's easier to transport. But there might be some times where it's just, like, Maybe she's like trying, like she's stuck on something and just needs someone to go talk to. She'll go to the theater and just be like, hey, Henbit, can, can I borrow you for like 20 minutes? <laughs> and then like three hours later, we're still deep in discussions about something. Incredible. I love it. So, yeah. What's the current issue that Irene has brought to Henbit? Sad, what do you think? What do you think would be a, like a situation that Irene would come to Henbit about? I've got one. You got one? Let's do it. Yeah, please. I've got one. Not Irene goes to Henbit. Henbit goes to Irene. The other coven crossed a line. Oh, that's good. Okay. Yeah. And it was either it was either a brawl with like people getting injured or someone's dead over it. Mm-hmm. Love it. And that's a tricky one to handle, even if I do kick them out. It's just, how do, like, how do I handle this without upsetting all of the other heavens? Like, yeah, you, you heard about it, and, like, you heard that I was personally involved. 
and like the, our our wounded is at the ground kraken. I'm helping get people patched up when you show up. Just immediately came, brought some medical supplies. <laughs> yeah, no, it's been. We have a couple of my guards with me just in case messy things happen. What happened? I'm sorry, I haven't slept. Uh, last night, uh, it was the, what's a good coven name? Somebody got one? I was thinking about snakes just now, so. Snakes, snakes the hazel related. snakes? Snake hazel? Hazel snakes? Hazel snakes? Sure. Hazel snakes? I, what? <laughs> <laughs> uh, my favorite word is ophidian, which just means snake. Ophidian coven. Yeah. <laughs> the ophidian. Ophidian coven feels good to say. Yeah, the Ophidian I also feel like as Irene comes up, like delivers the medical supplies to someone who needs it and just hands him bed a cup like a little thermos of tea. The um was, it, things have been quiet, but uh the Ophidians they're making moves. A few of my people and I were doing our rounds in the evening, making sure that everything was safe. Uh, it's, uh... There were more of them than I expected. I I didn't know that the Ophidians had gotten... had gotten so large. Um, they've been... I know that they've been in discussions with... <sighs> the Garter crew. And with a few of the other small-time... small-time circles. But... Yeah, they just... I don't know that it was personal, but they've... I lost someone. I don't even know if I should tell you. If I should be telling you this, we handled these things ourselves. Do you think Irene would have been in contact with anyone in the Ophidians? Like, she, she might know some people. Yeah, the Ophidians were there at that initial party. You've had dealings with them directly. How do I help? Oh, how do you help? <laughs> They've set up operations in a warehouse a few blocks down. You could go help us burn it down. My goodness gracious, who died in here? Thank you for listening to GameWoven. Please give us a follow on Twitter at GameWoven. Join the Discord, support us on Patreon, and consider leaving us a review on Apple, Spotify, or whatever host you normally use. This week's episode featured me, TT Benjamin, at TT Benjamin One on Twitter, Lex at call underscore me underscore they on Twitter, Brianna at Brianna Jeans on Twitter, Zad at Zadkale Green on Twitter, and Rob at Rob B Rolling on Twitter. 